Travolting presents The Fraser's Edge. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Recapping the Hollywood Exile era. Enjoy the episode. Over thousands of years, our karma collects and distributes. Over our lives, over a period of time, that karma can have effects. It can change your life. It can send you into a path you never thought you'd be in. And then sometimes it'll turn around and come back and help you. Did you did you expect me to like help you out of that one? Or no, like, I just wanted to see what you said. No? Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening to our episode last week on The Secret of Karma. <laughs> we, hope you're, we hope you're karma-pilled now. Karma-pilled? Yeah, we hope you're a karma-cell. Um... What was the, what did we chant at the very end of that one? Um, peace on earth. Peace on earth. Peace, peace on earth. earth. Peace on earth. Yeah, my upstairs neighbors are moving, which is why there's the right now. They decide to wait until we start recording to move. All right. Yeah, but um. Well, it's like you know we're we're exiling them. Yeah. Because uh, we're talking about the Hollywood exile era today. Yeah. It's kind of the the low point of Brendan's career. It feels, um, but it's over. It's over. We're it's done. It's over. With it. It's over. But it does feel a little weird thinking about it, like it's the exile era only. And I only say that in the sense of like, he was still working. He was still working. He was still doing stuff. It's just sad to think that like the the fall of his career. I don't really think it was all his fault. No, it, none of, mo- for the most part, it was none of it was his fault. Yeah. Um, and that's the the part that's really sad about this era and why we kind of got depressed talking about it. Yeah. Because it was, you know, circumstances beyond his control. He was badly injured. He was in, you know, divorce settlements. He was assaulted. Like, his, his personal life was just in shambles and that it started to affect his ability to do his work. Yeah. And his ability to, you know, pick projects that he thought were good for him. And on top of that, basically all of his movies were flopping right before this era. Um, so his market value had started going down. He was getting less per movie. So when he, he would have to do more movies to try and afford all that, it's like a vicious cycle that he got sucked into Yeah, where he needed to do bad movies to get money. But the more bad movies he did, the lower his quote got and the more, and the lower his like respect in Hollywood became to the extent that he just wasn't getting picked up for big movies. Yeah. Um, which is how, you know, this era, which we're saying starts with extraordinary measures, um, and ends with the secret of karma, um, which is in and of itself a huge downgrade from co-starring with Harrison Ford in a you know it's a you know it, uh, down the slope movie for both of them. Yeah. Um, but then the secret of karma being the finale of this, it is quite the finale. Yeah, and I'm truly curious if Brendan, like after the secret of karma, had a long dark night of the soul. I was just like, I need to figure this out. Yeah, I imagine he had to wear, put on that outfit, wear the makeup for yeah. that animus role. <laughs> and he looked himself in the mirror and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, like, what is my life right now? Well, I, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. That's immediately where my thought would have gone to. And I'm imagining that might have been where he kind of went to as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that's interesting is that it's he's saved from this by, like, a two-pronged, you know, approach. Yeah, I think it's first that he's very perseverant. Mm-hmm. He's very committed to, you know, being in good movies again and, you know, working as a respected actor. Yeah. Equally as much as suddenly around like 2019, I feel like 
or 2020, there becomes this big swell of nostalgia for early Brendan. Yeah. A lot like, of people are bringing back up his older movies that we yeah, looked for. Well, because, people who watch those movies are now in their 20s. Yeah. Because like he starts doing like interviews talking about his work and people are like, oh, look at how cute he is talking about like how much fun the mummy was. Yeah. Um, like my uh, now wife had got a sticker of him. Um, just in layering like a cowboy yeah, my hat. Wife. Yeah, my wife. You just like um, dropping that. I do, but like he, you know, she got a sticker of him before, like you know, he starts being in all this stuff again. He just kind of blows up in this nostalgia sense. Yeah. Um, people are like it's unfair what happened to him, and you know, the kind of this public swell is what I think helps him get cast in his next run of movies. Yeah. Um, because you know, after this era, it's no sudden move, moves. Um. It's the whale and it's Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah, um, which is coming out, which will come out by the time we finish. Now I don't know much about No Sudden Move, but is that like considered like a good comeback performance for him? Or yeah, like... he, he I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's our next episode after this. He's playing like a mobster in it. Yeah, um, and it's a Soderbergh, um, type, it's a Soderbergh movie. Yeah, uh, Don Cheadle and Benicio del Toro are the leads. I hear very good things about it. Okay. Well, good. Will Angelico from our bedazzled episode back for that. Okay, I'm look I'm looking forward to seeing that again. Yeah, yeah Soderbergh. And so, um, but we're not looking forward right now. We're looking back. <sighs> I don't want it though. <laughs> because like extraordinary measures is kind of the last gasp of like a respectable Hollywood movie he's in. Because like right after that, the run is Furry Vengeance. Which is a very sad like movie to see him in. Very sad. Whole lot of soul. Um, Irish independent film. Hello. Escape from Planet Earth. Just a voice over role. A case of you. He's in one scene. Hairbrain. The worst, the worst movie, movie I've ever seen. Jeff. Pawn, Pawn Shop, Shop Chronicles, Chronicles. A crime against yeah, the Geneva uh, the Convention. War crime. Breakout. Breakout um, another war crime. Direct to video action movie. Gimme Shelter. Like a drama that he's like kind of good in, but no one sees and isn't very good. The and then nut the nut job animation. Uh, then there's five years off and he comes back with the poison rose line of descent and the secret of karma three, like God. it's just like, what's really so shitty is like, you know, I think when we were looking at Fraser's like, you know, Travolta exploitation era. Like we had some like gems in there that we could kind of like, yeah. Like there's life on the line. There's life are, like, on the line. Funny. Yeah. There's, there was nothing really funny in this. Run. No, there wasn't a movie in this that I could be like, I'd watch that again just for the laughs, you know? And I, I would also say like, yeah, every single movie in the, in this is like painful to endure and get through. Yeah. And that, I think that's just what's sad. Like, I don't have an underrated movie. I don't have a favorite movie. Yeah, because when Travolta gets into, like, his uh, his mean mugging era, like, his performances are always funny. Yeah. And it's funny to watch him in them. Brendan's are just, like, sad. Like, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. You're like, damn, this guy wants to be, like, a committed actor, and this is what he's stuck doing. With yeah. Travolta, you're kind of like, this is what he wants to be doing right now. Right. He's having a good time. He's happy, yeah. you know? Like when he's in Die Hard, yeah. Like I kind of good. He's I kind of laugh at his performance. Yeah. The fanatic, like as much of horrible of a movie that is, like he's doing yeah. things. He's doing a thing. He's doing Gotti a thing. is the best movie ever made, as we all know. <laughs> um, Speed kills. Remember this 
trading paint. Remember the boat chase? I don't even. I forgot the, the trading paint chase. is a movie that exists. <laughs> Speed kills the one where he like outraces a storm in a speedboat. Yes. <laughs> I am wrath. I'm looking up trading paint right now. And he's also got like a few couple all right ones. Like in a valley of violence wasn't like complete garbage. And he's good in that. Like uh, the forger, <laughs> killing spree. What? Killing spree. The one he did with uh, uh, um, uh, 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 Robert De Niro, where he's like the Russian dude, the Bo- or Bosnian guy who like hunts after it's him. Killing season. No, it's killing. Oh, killing season. Not killing. Sounds like there's no way we covered a movie called Killing Spree. I right, have no memory. Right. Of but like those are all funny. Like savages, he's pretty funny in. Um, but yeah, like there's all these movies that like, yeah, they're terrible movies, but you can always find a thing in them that like, I hate to even say this. I don't want to even want to admit to it, but there are some movies in there that's like, okay, like he's doing a thing like he, why is there a movie in his, in production upcoming projects called cash out Two high rollers? Because they filmed cash out one and cash out two at the same time. But is he in, wait. But I, oh, okay. I see it now. I see it now. I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember. Oh, there it is. I'm very excited to talk about Cash Out to High Rollers. Remember Criminal Activities? Yeah, that was a movie. That was a movie. We're here talking about a lot of Travolta right now. I know, I yeah. know. But it's just, it's literally just like, I, I love looking back on it because it's like, uh, like Travolta's terrible era wasn't like the worst thing, you know? Yeah. Travolta's exploitation. He's not out of it. Thank God Fra- Fraser is at least like out of yeah, it now. Yeah, no, he's firmly out of it. Firmly? I would say firmly for the time being. We haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet. Look, it's not going to be like the worst movie ever. No, it's going to be a if, good movie, but his it... role could just be like, well, okay. And that's kind of the, that's where I want him in. That's where I want to see Brendan. In the, oh, okay. No, in like the, the smaller roles. Like I, I don't want off of the whale for him to like become a movie star again. Well, I, I think smaller roles. You know, I mean like supporting roles. Yeah, I want him to take on good, meaty supporting roles. Oh, I think that's where like his career is at its best. But, but I, I want him doing more whale stuff. Like, I'm not saying I don't want him to be the lead in any movie, but like the next few movies we're gonna talk about. It's, or I guess specifically, you know, No Sudden Moves and Killers of the Flower Moon. But even some of the, like, supporting roles we've talked about with him, I kind of like that vibe of his. I don't disagree. Yeah. I also, I mean, not to jump ahead, but I, I liked him in The Whale, and I think he can hold his own. Yeah, he, he's good in The Whale, and he definitely can. I just don't want him to kind of, like, end up getting suckered into the, the false promises of, like, oh, I'm going to be a movie star in a bunch of movies now. And get like the lower grade stuff. I understand that. Yeah, I I do under I do get that. I I am looking forward to his next solo project. Though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what kind of stuff he tries to tackle on next. Yeah, I want to see what what's what's coming next for him. Yeah, uh, but looking at this little era, um, which we kind of you know explain the arc of pretty succinctly. Um, we should do what we always do: favorite. Least favorite, most underrated. I just, I just, I just, I don't, there's nothing there. I can't like, uh, I know what you're going to pick for favorite. You're going to pick the secret of karma. 
you motherfucker. I know you are. You got his he's, folks. He's got this big ass grin on his face. Milan Friedrich, call me. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, look, if, if we're talking deadly serious, my favorite would be extraordinary. Measures. Yeah, I would have to say it's at least semi competent. I'd have to say that too. Extraordinary measures. If we're talking least favorite, it's Hairbrained. Fuck that movie. Mm, I'm going to say Pawn Shop Chronicles. Fair. I cannot rewatch Pawn Shop Chronicles. Yeah, I, I don't think it's legal to watch it more than once. They might arrest you. Yeah, exactly. If you watch it willingly more than once, you're going to get a knock at your door. Underrated? Secret of Karma. You know you're going to say it. No. <laughs> Maybe a case of you. Mm-hmm. Only because, yeah. like, that's a movie that, like, as, like, very cut, copy, and paste of a rom-com as that movie is. Like, it's got, like, some all right moments. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie. And it's also, like, I'm a Justin Longstand, man. I love that guy. Yeah. I want nothing but lo- I have nothing but love for him. What he was turned into in The Whale needs to be, like, put into trial. <laughs> like, that needs to go to court. You mean the tusk? Or tusk, sorry. Said the, whale. Said the whale. <laughs> like, he's not in that. No. Imagine if he was turned into He's actually playing the fat suit. Oh. <laughs> Brendan Fraser wears? Yeah. It's just oh. Justin Long. He's like, <gasps> after every take. <laughs> no, but I, I'm a huge Justin Long stan. And, um, uh, and I thought his role in that movie was all right. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have, like, a big role. But he, he Brendan Fraser carried, like, you know, had a semi-decent time in it. So, yeah, I'd probably say a case of you. Um. Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah. I would actually probably agree with that because there's my other option is Escape from Planet Earth. <laughs> I, I cannot watch that movie again without like dropping an IQ points. <laughs> I really can't. It's so terrible. It's so what if ab- I said Pawn Shop Chronicles is the most underrated? I'm not gonna, but what if I did? Why would you even like humor that? It's just like, what if I did? Then you would be. Ca- we would be canceled. That's yes, fair. Jeff, uh, we w- it's the secret of karma. Yeah, but why like, did you even bring it up? Uh, because like you're you're insistent that I loved that movie, but I thought it was great. You did say well, the so first. Like, what act. if I just lean into it? You just said you did say the first act was first pretty act's good. Pretty good. It's funny. I stand by it. It's a, first act's a little funny. Starts with the Confederate flag. Yeah, it's a little funny. It's a satire of it. First act, a little funny. Okay. Um, the rest of the movie? Not so good. A little troubling, at minimum. <laughs> a little troubling? <laughs> a little troubling. At minimum? You can say it's the worst thing ever, Jeb. It's the most morally reprehensible shit I've ever seen. Okay, that's at least better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you're doing right now? What? You're doing like the, the Trump Proud Boys thing right now. Where it's like you won't like outright say There are good people on both sides. It's like, what Everybody's do I have to say? it. Like, Proud Boys, Stand Back, Stand By, but you know what's the real shitty yeah. movie is, like, and it's like, no, it's Pawn Shop Chronicles. No, Pawn Shop Chronicles is morally reprehensible. It's evil. First act's a little funny. Um, I gotta speak my truth. <laughs> like, Secret of Karma. Yeah, Secret of Karma is the underrated one. It's also probably my favorite, just because of how sincerely insane it is. Like, I don't even remember that. Meathead Classic Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> meathead Classic Supreme. Yeah. 
Oh my god! One of these days, after I've accumulated a list, I'm going to do a podcast called Meatheads, and we're just going to talk about meathead classics. Another yeah. episode of The Secret of Karma. When remind me when that um, was it? A Hollywood Reporter or, or a Variety? What what was like the big like interview piece that came out where he was like where he like opened up about a sexual assault case? What was like the main uh, institution that published that? Was it Hollywood Reporter? Uh, I am looking up. Brendan As Fraser. we speak, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, twenty uh, twenty eighteen. GQ. 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 That's right. Yeah, it was a twenty a GQ article in twenty eighteen. I love that the Called first whatever thing, happened to Brendan. Yeah, Fraser. the first two things that pop up is February twenty second, twenty eighteen. Whatever happened to Brendan Fraser? And then their next article is November sixteenth, twenty twenty two. How Brendan Fraser made it all the way back. I just love that. Don't you love that? Yeah. Isn't that so like heartwarming? Mm-hmm. It's like they're interviewing him at his like lowest of the lows. And then they do another story of where he's like at the highest of the highs. It's fantastic. It's just fantastic. Yeah. This uh, 2018 article, whatever happened to Brendan Fraser, which is kind of like the beginning of his comeback, I would say. 2018. Yeah. Cause he does this. He, he does this interview GQ and it goes viral whatever happened to Brendan Fraser and then like that's kind of like kickstarts the goodwill campaign yeah right and you know the next year he's back in movies three of them that nobody sees but he's back um Soderbergh hires him Aronofsky hires him Scorsese hires him I guess cast him Batgirl um a movie that um is apparently coming out uh many people are saying that we're doing an episode on it um, are we? We are. Yeah, because of course it's coming out. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows this, Stuart. Again, another Trumpism of yours. Everybody <laughs> knows it. Everybody's <laughs> saying it. Um, Folks, by the time this episode comes out, Barbie would have been out for a while. Yeah, quite a while. And I know people who are fans of the show who go and watch this movie, there's one scene that you have to watch. And I want you to think of Jeff. Because there's a scene when Ken goes up the escalator and sees on this video screen flashing montages of Bill Clinton, Sylvester Stallone, and John Travolta. And folks, I want to paint you this picture. Jeff and I went and saw this with like a big, bigger friend group. And when this moment happened in the movie, we all looked at Jeff. Yeah. It was like as if Greta Gerwig got off the phone with you and was like, okay, this is what this what the what the common man is yeah <laughs> stallone travolta oh <laughs> i did not have sexual relations with that woman the fact that there are two seasons of american crime story that you have to be watching right now i don't have the two has the time you are in the middle of a podcast where we talk about brendan fraser you have the time we are also unemployed because of the writers and actors strike. yeah you have the fucking time. Maybe. Watch the shows. Maybe. They're 10 episodes each. It's 10 hours. I'm not even asking you to watch season two. The assassination of Versace. Versace. You don't have to watch that one unless yeah. you want to. But you have to watch season one, People versus OJ. I'll, I'll get around to it. And season three. It's on the list. Fucking hell. 
It's on the list. I'll get around to it one At day. least season one should have been like at least higher ranked because I mentioned that show to you like a year you ago. Did. It's on the list. You know? Where's this list? In my mind. Then it's okay. Yeah. Well, actually, like, I do have I do have a, a literal list. Are those movies or TV shows? Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I have a list of movies that I have to watch. Well, Jeff, we've been talking for 20 minutes, but I don't really have anything else yeah, to Yeah, this air is kind of a dud. There wasn't much to talk about. Um, we're glad that it's over. We're happy for Brendan. Um, and we have, like... We only have four episodes left of the show. Unless Brothers comes out this year. Yeah. Um, which, you know, actually, hopefully is going to be a good movie. It's almost like, should we even do a recap? Because this was recap number three? Uh, Yeah, recap number three. And we have it scheduled a recap four, right? Yes. To do all tour. Should we even do that? I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess it's we can so- just cover it in the Flower Moon episode. I was going to say, like, I think Flower Moon should be, like, the finale. Only because, like. Three movies is very too soon well, to say it's an auteur. I return. agree, except it's kind of also the recap of the entire career. <laughs> because, like, we did that for Travolta at the end, where we just kind of, like... Yeah. The, re- the final recap was more or less just recapping the entire run of the show. Maybe we call it recap number four, auteurist return, and add a question mark behind it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. you and I both don't know if it's yeah, going to... what's going to happen. What's going to happen. But the point being that, you know, we got four more episodes to talk about um, with you folks, and then we'll be finished with The Fraser's Edge. But don't worry, because Travolting will not be done. The great work is never finished. It's never finished. We'll have we'll have another thing in store. We haven't decided yet who we're going to do. Um, we'll take in comments and uh, tweets. Yeah. Or skeets. Or skeets or messages. Or what, uh, what's Elon calling them now? X's. X's. Uh, yeah, send me an X. Send me an X. <laughs> 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 dumb you have to fucking be well it's just so it's so interesting like you have to realize as any person even someone like elon musk that twitter's falling mm-hmm. so then what's your next rational decision to rebrand it mm-hmm. as an as x.com something that's, he's that's been trying a, to do for 25 years that's a porn site i know right that is a porn site he wanted paypal to be called x.com um, and that's part of why he got shafted out of the company. Didn't he name his kid X something? Yes, he named his kid X. What is, what's his thing with X? He loves the letter X for some reason. It's two lines that Ooh, cross each other. What a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> You want to go on your Elon I Musk just, like, box right now? cannot fathom being that stupid at all times. I mean, he builds, he builds rockets. He, he pays people to build rockets. Yeah. Um... Sure. I, I think if I were to be like, hey, Elon, design a rocket, he would like make a paper airplane that and throw it at me and it would fall immediately because it has no aerodynamic abilities. He's just like the stupidest person. He's posting the worst shit on... He, he has like a... He has, his sense of humor is locked in 2012. He's still posting those like fucking memes of like the... The minions. Dr- the <laughs> minions and like the drawn guys. I'm not going to go into it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the, this recap episode. Make sure to next week for episode on No Sudden Moves, where we'll be joined by Will Angelico from Bedazzled. Um, not from the movie, but from the episode on it. Um, in the meantime, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Podcast, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, so many other places. Um, wherever you're listening to us is where we are, so please rate, review, subscribe on that. Um, find us on social media at Trolting Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, hopefully by this point. Um, Facebook, I think. Um, 
Special thanks as... Oh, no, fuck. Uh, at com Email r slash travolting on Reddit. Find me on Twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. Um, special thanks as always to Rebecca Johnson for the graphic design and Michael Van Bodum Smith for the theme music that's now taking you out. See you next week uh, and don't make any sudden moves. Elon Musk, challenge Mark Zuckerberg. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go.